Nick here. Welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. I hope you're well. I am really excited to be talking to you today about something a little bit different. So it's something that I am going through right now. I'm preparing for a speaking engagement this week and it's got me thinking a lot about how you prepare for public speaking and what you do and I know that so many of you are your mums to little children. Maybe you're just back in the workplace or maybe you're you know, going back after mat leave, your confidence isn't what it once was and you're looking at ways to build up your confidence. Sometimes you're asked to do public speaking and it's actually the number one fear more than anything else in the world is public speaking. And usually that fear doesn't centre around the fact that people are listening to you. It centres around the fact that you're scared what people will think because everyone has this focus Everyone has this desperate need to look good in front of other people. And the good news is that we all have it. So most of the people in the audience are so busy thinking about how they're looking good in front of you that they're actually not thinking about you looking good in front of them. So that's half the battle. But I want to talk to you about how I prepare for a speaking engagement, both in the run up to it, on the day of it, literally before you go on stage or into the room and on stage and then after it. So the first thing to think about when you're given a speaking engagement or you have the big interview or you have a presentation is you want to do everything that you can to feel as confident as you can. Because when you come across with confidence, when you speak with confidence, you will smash it. You're going to sound really great, your content will be on point and you're going to be confident in what you're doing. How do we get confidence? Well, the first thing to make sure that you do is get your content right. So what is it that you're talking about? Is it a presentation? Is it a speech? Is it something you have to prepare in advance? For me, most of my speaking engagements are through my business and most of them have to be prepared in advance and then approved by the legal compliance department of the company, just in case you say anything that's not particularly compliant in terms of the company's policies and procedures and then you say that script on the day. So that's a skill, preparing the script and then making it sound natural on the day. Maybe for you, you have a little bit more flexibility and that you can ad lib a little bit more or you can just have bullet points and then be a little bit more free in what what you say and the way that you say it. So decide on your content, first of all. If you're confident with what you're saying, then that's half the battle. Remember this, you have been asked to do this presentation or to do this interview or to have this speaking engagement, to do this training because you know what you're talking about. So remember that sometimes we are asked to do things like this or things like this come up on our careers and we get this imposter syndrome and we think this is not for me. Have they made a mistake? There's so many people out there who are more qualified to talk about this than I am. Look at her business, look at her job. She could do a better job. Of course, there are a million people out there who could do a better job at most things than than any of us. Just remind yourself that you were asked not the other person, you were asked for a reason because the people who asked you believe that you are the person to do this presentation. So 
You are the one that people want to hear from. You've got your content. You know what you're talking about. The reason you've been asked is because you are good at this topic and they know that you have value to offer, whether that's a client or whether that's colleagues in your business or whether that's people who are interviewing you for a job. You have value to offer the people listening to you. So just get that into your head and do some positive affirmations around this. Things like, I am a professional. I am very knowledgeable when it comes to the topic of public speaking. I have had various different experiences that qualify me to speak about this topic. Those kinds of things. People are excited to hear what I have to say. People can't wait to hear what the content of my training will be. Tell yourself those positive affirmations and get yourself into the right mind frame. And this is going to start while you're writing the script. So a couple of weeks before the actual event, usually. And that's when you want to start that mindset work as well. Don't leave it until the day of the event because there's a lot to do between now and then. So you've got your content written. You want to decide how you're actually going to hold the content. Are you going to hold it on a piece of A4 paper? Are you going to hold it on little note cards? Are you going to do it in bullet points? Will there be an auto cue there, as in a screen that the words come up with? Will you have somewhere to place your notes? Because there's nothing worse than you having a handful of A4 pages and then the microphone's picking up the, the shuffling of the paper. You need to ask these questions in advance. Will there be somewhere to hold your notes? Can you work with A4 paper? Will you have an iPad there? If you can avoid it at all, don't use your phone because it just looks really bad. You're standing on a stage looking at your phone and I know that we use it for our notes, but it doesn't come across well with the audience. It just looks as if you're not paying attention to the audience. So small note cards or auto cue is ideal. If you're using a lectern, it's really handy and that you can use it as a crutch. You can place a glass of water there if you need to. It does create a barrier between you and the audience. So if you can have the confidence to step away from the lectern and have no barrier, then I would really advise that because as someone who watches a lot of public speakers, it does come across a lot more connected when the person who's speaking doesn't have a lectern. If you think of any incredible keynote speaker that you've ever heard, chances are they haven't got bits of paper for their notes that you can see. They maybe got small note cards in their hands. They don't stand behind a platform of any kind. They talk naturally. Their body language is open. They usually use the whole stage. They usually walk from corner to corner so that they can make the whole room feel like they're part of something. They usually use different levels. So they'll be very enthusiastic and very pronounced at certain points in their in their talk. And then they'll be really quiet and slow at different points. Two people can have the exact same script. One person can make it sound really interesting and really engaging and really vibrant and really emotive. And the other person can be bland with their tone and their speed and stand in one place behind a lectern. And honestly, it's just not going to come across as fun to watch, as engaging as the other person. So these things matter and you're only able to commit to doing these things when you're confident with what you're saying. Because if you're not confident with what you're actually, the words that you're speaking, then you won't be able to think about where am I going to stand when I say that? What are my hands doing when I say that? What part of the stage will I be on there? Will I be sitting down or standing up? You want to visualise yourself in front of 
the audience and in front of the people that you're speaking to visualize yourself in that room visualize yourself giving your best efforts visualize yourself smashing the ball out of the park and play that in your mind a few times before the event because that's what you will expect when you wake up and you go into the room on the day that's what you will expect so when it comes to the event you want to think about how you're going to actually read the content whether that's in small cards or auto cue or paper or whatever have a think about what you're going to wear now this sounds pretty shallow but it's very important when you're standing in front of an audience of hundreds could be thousands of people probably most people listening to this it'll be either a room full of people or maybe a hundred people maybe slightly less than when you're standing in front of that amount of people, you want to be confident in what you're wearing. You People who have their eyes on you, you want to make sure that you don't have any bra straps showing, you're not pulling at your cleavage, you're not pulling your skirt down, you're not worried about being self-conscious because your dress is too tight around your tummy, you're not worried about sucking it in, what, what photograph angles there's going to be of you. I recently spoke at an event and I was hosting it actually and I wore a jumpsuit and the trousers were just too long for me and I was supposed to get them altered before the event and I didn't and I spent the entire time being worried that I was going to trip up over these long trousers that I probably didn't give as much as I could have on stage. So things like that sound so basic but they're actually really really important. So plan out your outfit in advance and make sure that you're confident with it make sure that you've practiced how you're going to stand and how you're going to speak and even jewellery that you're wearing for example if you're wearing a jangly bracelet that can be picked up on a microphone or it can just be distracting for people who are listening to you things like that really matter because it can totally put you off on the day so make sure you're comfortable make sure you're confident with what you're wearing make sure you're confident with your content make sure you're confident with how you look as well things like having your nails done, having your hair done. If you go into an interview with grey roots in your hair, you're probably going to feel far less confident than you would if your hair had been freshly done. Or chip nails, you'll be far less confident than you would had your nails just been painted. Things like that seem so basic, but they will have a massive impact on the way that you actually come across and the way that you speak on the day because they do impact your confidence, whether we like it or not. So that's in the run up to the day. Also have a think about how are you feeding yourself on the run up to the day? Are you feeding yourself with nutritious food? You want to make sure that you are full of energy on on the moment that you have to be full of energy. You want to make sure that you are having eaten good food. You could go and eat a massive pizza the night before your big interview and then feel really bloated and sluggish and lethargic the next day. It's not it's not going to be a good idea. Focus on nutrition that fuels you. And then on the day of the event, make sure that you have a breakfast that will set you up to feel full enough, but not not overly full, something that you're confident with. And also drinking enough water is so key, especially if you're doing a speech that's longer than 10 minutes or so. It's a, it's a monologue of speaking, so your mouth will get dry. So make sure that you've got enough water because again, that can be off-putting if you have to stop during it and take a sip of water. If you think that will happen, then make sure you're prepared for that and you have a sip of water available to you so that you're not having to stop your 
interview or stop your presentation to take water and to ask for someone to bring you it. Make sure you have water available to you on hand with a straw is ideal so that you don't end up dribbling it down your dress or something. You know, these things sound so basic, but actually they're so important with not a glass straw because that makes so much noise. Just a normal straw and a glass of water so you don't have to slug the bottle in front of everyone or anything like that. It's just cleaner and easier if you just have a straw with water near you. But if you've been drinking enough water in the lead up to the event, the chances of that happening are very slim. Also, when you're choosing your clothing, have a think about how do you react when you're nervous? What are your physical symptoms, if you like, of nerves? Do you get sweaty? Are you a sweaty, nervous person? If you are, then you're probably not going to want to wear something that has really visual sweat marks. Don't wear something that's pale blue silk if you're going to have big sweaty armpits. Or if you get blotchy. I know when I used to speak a lot and I was just getting used to it, I used to get really, really blotchy on my chest and my arms. They would go really red, like red hives almost. So I used to purposely wear things that were high-necked and long-sleeved because they just made me feel more confident and it meant that I could focus on the words that I was speaking instead of, oh my gosh, I can feel that my chest is coming out all red and rashy and everyone's going to know that I'm nervous. Those kind of things can be really off-putting on the day, so make sure that you've chosen an outfit that will help that. Another tip that I used to do a lot, I, I don't do it anymore, but when I started speaking to rooms full of people, I used to not wear my contact lenses <laughs> because I knew that making eye contact with people in the audience was really important, but I was too nervous to. I didn't want to see their faces. I didn't want to be put off by you know how bored they looked or anything like that. So I used to not wear the contact lenses so that I could look at them and they could think this, I'm getting eye contact here. But as far as I was concerned, I could just see a sea of bloodiness. And it actually really helped me develop my confidence in public speaking. Now I do wear my contact lenses so that I can actually see reactions better because it does give you good feedback and you can tailor the rest of your conversation accordingly. But back then I didn't wear contact lenses. So if you need to wear contacts, then that might be a good idea. Not to the point where you might fall over yourself on stage right now. Make sure that if you do need them for seeing where you're going, then definitely wear them. I don't want to be responsible for giving you that advice. On the day, you want to make sure you get into your ideal performance state. This is something that athletes focus on, getting to their IPS. So maybe there are certain songs that you want to listen to. I know for me, when I want to make my energy higher and more vibrant and be more excited, then I need to listen to good upbeat, fun music and move my body a little bit. And that will make me feel so, so much better than it would just going from a stagnant place. Because when you're already moving, when you've already been expending energy, it's more, it's easier to just transfer it into your speech or your interview, whatever it is for you. So that's really, really important. Listen to good music and get yourself hyped up to go on the stage. And then just before it's your turn, there's a couple of things that you can do if you are feeling the nerves. First of all, with conversations, when people are asking you, oh, are you nervous? Are you nervous? It's nearly your turn. Are you nervous? Just say that you're excited. Whether you feel like you have ever been more nervous in your life, whether you feel like you're going to have to run to the toilet, just say, I am so excited. Because the body gives you the same signals for nerves as it does for excitement. So just 
Change it to excitement. Tell yourself you're excited because if you tell yourself you're nervous, you're going to be a bag of jangling nerves. And the worst thing you can do is get up and speak to an audience or do an interview or speak to a room full of people and say, oh, excuse me, I'm so nervous. Just breathe through that. You don't have to say anything. Just breathe through the excitement and start your speech because you don't want people feeling sorry for you from the get-go. You want to be a confident, powerful speaker and you know what you're talking about. There's a reason that you have been asked to do this. So focus on your excitement for doing it. If you are feeling the excitement going through your body, maybe in the form of shaky legs or just that kind of nervous energy going through your body, there's a couple of things that you can do. If you have the time or the inclination to, you can go to somewhere, probably private, or you can do it in public if you want, but power posing is something that has been proven to make you feel more confident. So it basically means making your body large, put your arms as far out as they can. This could be in a toilet cubicle. Spread your arms out so that you can touch either side of the cubicle. Spread your arms tall above your head. Do like a Superman pose, a strong, a strong woman pose, and give yourself those power poses while you visualize yourself smashing your conversation. While you visualize yourself really giving it the best performance that you've ever given it, and you will feel more confident. If you are sitting in your seat just before it's your turn and you feel like you can feel the energy kind of going through your legs to the point where you might feel a little bit shaky, tense the muscle. So start with each leg. So tense your quad, just hold it for five and then relax it. Then tense your calf, hold it for five and relax it. Bring your toes in, hold it for a couple of seconds and then relax it. Then repeat that with the other leg. So no one needs to know that you're doing these movements because they're so tiny. And then when it comes to your arms, just tense your forearm, relax it. Tense your bicep, relax it. Tense your shoulders, relax it. Tense your core and relax it because that helps the nervous energy focus on something and then relaxes the muscles. And always remember to breathe because the the slower you breathe, the more you're telling your body that everything's okay, you've got this, you giving oxygen to your lungs is your signal that everything is fine. If you stop breathing, you're going to go on to where you're speaking and you're going to be a panting mess as soon as you start speaking. So make sure that you breathe in deeply and breathe out deeply. And the best, my best advice with this is have a good mindset around it. If you tell yourself you're confident, you tell yourself you're capable, you tell yourself that you have such value to offer these people, then that is exactly what you will do. And be yourself. Just be yourself when you're speaking. Don't try to be someone else because everyone else is taken and you have been asked to do this for a reason. You have been given this opportunity for a reason because people want to hear from you. So have that confidence knowing that no one else can do this quite like you. So be yourself breathe deeply, be calm, be confident and deliver your speech, deliver your conversation, your presentation with as much confidence as you possibly can with a calm knowing that you've given it everything that it deserved because you've when you get to that point you've already visualized it so many times in your mind that it almost feels like you've been there before. 
And that's what the preparation does for you when you have worked up to that moment rather than just turning up on the day and winging it. It makes such a difference. So I hope those tips have helped you. The last thing is just enjoy it. Enjoy every moment of it. Look at those smiling faces at the end and enjoy that applause that you get because sometimes you're too busy running off stage that you don't actually enjoy that. Enjoy that standing ovation that you are going to receive when you smash this ball out of the park. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value from that episode today, then I would love for you to share it on your social media. You'll find me at Instagram at UK, and the podcast is at SheCanPod. And if you found value, then please hop onto Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review. I would love you forever. And that really helps the visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast. So thanks so much for your time. Thank you for spending your half hour with me and I hope to see you really soon.